All right, check, check, one, two. What's up, y'all? This is Michael, and this is the Mike Jaws Podcast, episode number one. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. And uh, man, I don't know about you guys, but this last week has been crazy. And yeah, I want to talk about my past week, um, you know, because I, I, for the past few years, I've been diving in to the principles of how our consciousness is creating reality. And it's funny how quick you can, I can like forget that. And, um, you know, there's a quote by, by Carl Jung, the famous philosopher that said, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you'll call it fate. And yeah, this last week was nuts. And I was questioning all these things, you know, kind of forgetting that I'm the cause of my world. Like I'm seeing this, what felt like chaos happen and just questioning why is this happening? What's going on? And yeah, like I said, it's crazy how quickly I can forget, but also how beautiful that as soon as I remembered and started doing the work, everything started transforming. And so that's what I'm going to dive into. And so, uh, yeah, let's just, let's just jump right into it. Um, so a few weeks ago I injured my back, uh, my lower back, and I've been having some like, you know, mental fatigue. It's been hard to, hard to think and hard to focus. And I, got some blood work done and I realized that my adrenals are, um, yeah, are fried. And so my whole body's just been out of whack. And, you know, they say that our body is the, the physical manifestation of our subconscious mind. You know, it's, we, we are a bundle of energy and when we suppress emotions that needs to get expressed in certain ways, you know? So emotions is energy in motion. And when there's a pressure and it builds up, there's always a release. And so I'm seeing this release in my body. And I, I realized that I was not looking at certain patterns and certain belief systems, you know, that were not serving me. And because I was numbing them with caffeine and tobacco and just always in the go and not being still enough, eventually my body was like, hey, like, pay attention. And so with my body not feeling the best uh, and still pushing it, I noticed that I started feeling, uh, I mean, off is the best word for now, you know, which didn't really matter to me because I figured I could just push through it. But I started, you know, taking it seriously when I was around one of my best friends and I noticed that she felt weird around me and immediately it like threw me off. And I felt, I felt like disconnection. And so I asked her, I said, yo, like, what is going on? What are you feeling? And she said, honestly, I feel this dull energy when I'm around you. And not going to lie, did not want to hear that. <laughs> you know, I felt extremely weird around her too. And I was, I was hoping like it was her fault. But then I realized life does not affect me. Life reflects me. That's one of the principles that I, I live my life by. You know, that I, I understand that life is a mirror. It's a reflection of my internal state of consciousness. You know, again, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you'll call it fate. You know, one of my favorite quotes. And so I'm seeing this stuff happen and I realize, wait, there must be unconscious things in me that are creating this for me to look at. It is a reflection. And so <clears throat> I took some time. And I got still and I started tuning into my body and feeling the feelings that I've been avoiding for a long time. 
And then I started asking myself, what am I believing to be true right now that it's creating this, creating these, you know, this experience for myself? And if you guys don't know the work by um, Byron Katie, I highly encourage you to check her out for she has this process called self-inquiry. And what, what it does, it, it helps you look at the belief systems that are causing the effects in your world and essentially unravel them. And then as you unravel them, your world shifts. So understanding that the world is a reflection, she has this process where once you identify the beliefs, you know, there's a process where you turn the statements around and see where it's true in you. So I'll give you an example that may not make sense right now. Um, so when I would look at my friend and I felt disconnection, my immediate belief was you should not feel disconnected. You know, you should not be disconnected from me. And so I started turning that around and I, and I would ask, where is that true? And I just, I did this internally, not to her, <laughs> but I said, okay, so this is the belief you should not feel disconnected. You know, I, I turned it around and I said, I should not feel disconnected. And I was like, wow, where is that true? Well, for one, when I believe that she should not be disconnected, I immediately create disconnection between us because I want her to be something other than she is. I'm arguing with reality and I immediately create a disconnection automatically. So then I, you know, I turn it around again. I should not feel disconnected from myself, right? So she feels disconnected to me. I feel disconnected from me. Where is that true? And then I realized, wow, you know, with all of these injuries, I have not taken the time to sit with myself and feel what I'm feeling. And there's been a disconnection within me that I have therefore then projected onto my whole world. And therefore I'm getting the reflection back. But this is also some of the most empowering information. You know, it can be kind of annoying at first when you realize that you're the cause of your world, but also it's empowering because now I don't need to try and shift my world. I don't need to try and make her or anything in my world different. All I need to do is make a difference, make a change within me. And then because it's physics, what you put out is what you get back. The reflection will change. So this is what I did. I, I sort of reconnecting to myself and asking, what am I believing to be true about myself, about the world that's creating the experience of disconnection? And I also want to say that it's not mechanically accurate that there really is disconnection because now you can experience disconnection, but it's only because you are connected that you can experience the effect of being disconnected if that makes sense, right? You must first be connected to experience disconnection. For if you truly were disconnected, you would have no experience of it. There'd be no contrast. And so connection is what is built into our natural state, into the universe. But it's when we believe things that aren't true about reality, that we put a kink in the natural flow of things and create that disconnection by our belief systems, by our thoughts. And so this is what was happening. I had these beliefs about myself, these limiting beliefs about the world, and I was creating a disconnection and therefore projecting it out. Now, when you change, life will change, but also there can be a time delay or like, like time sometimes needs, needs to catch up or life needs to catch up from the change. 
So you might still see an echo of the old world once you start doing the work, right? But this is super important to realize that if you say you make a change and then life is the same and you react like you always did, you're essentially recreating those past scenarios because you're responding as the old person or reacting as the old person. So the true sign of change is not when your reality or life changes. The true sign of change is when you make a change, life stays the exact same or maybe even gets worse, but you respond differently. Then life has no choice but to change because you have proven I'm a different person in the face of the same circumstance. Therefore, it says, okay, you've changed. Boom. Reflection starts changing. I'm telling you, I've seen this time and time again. I I, I live by this. It's changed my life. And so I did this. I did the work. Um, at least I started this process of connection and examining my beliefs and the inquiry. And as I started feeling different, I went and I saw my friend again later that day. And you know what? They had they They felt the same. I still noticed a disconnection. But instead of reacting from that disconnection or to that disconnection, I responded from connection. I didn't need them to feel connected for me to feel connected to them or to myself. And as I responded from that place in the midst of the same circumstance, essentially, I noticed them start shifting. And over a little bit of time, we were super connected. I could feel like it, we were in sync again, but it was not because I needed them to change. That will never happen. You can never change the reflection and have it last. You make the change and life changes. I mean, think about this. Where in, you, where in your world are you needing something to be different? Well, in order for it to be different, you must be different. You must imagine new things and not just imagine, but live from the answer of the, of the new imaginings, right? Like, like you can't, is it an Einstein quote that says you can't solve a problem from the same state of consciousness that the problem originated in. You must become a new state of consciousness first, and then life follows suit. So if you're pointing out the world, you need to change. This person needs to change. There's three (laughs) fingers pointing back saying, nah, you make the change. You are the creator of your world. Now, I know that can also kind of sound kind of crazy. And so I want to share with you another story, another thing I did this past week that I'm, I'm going to encourage you to try out because it will essentially give you some evidence or at least, you know, maybe build your faith a little bit to show you that your imagination is creating the world. And so I love putting this stuff to the test because I don't think you should just believe everything. I think you should question everything and put things to the test. The truth requires no belief. The truth stands on its own, right? And to to say you believe something is to say, I don't know. That's why you have to believe it. Not that beliefs are bad. You know, we, 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 there's, there's, you know, they're tools, but also question everything because the truth requires no belief. So anyways, I learned about this um, experiment from this guy named Neville Goddard. And Neville Goddard was um, one of the pioneers in this kind of information and how imagination is creating the world around us. And he was really big in the early to mid-1900s. And at his lectures, he would get up and he would say, I'm going to share with you an experiment. Go home and do it. 
If this works for you, then you're allowed to come back to my next meeting, but put this to the test. And so I'm going to share with you guys this experiment. And then I encourage you to put it to the test because this is, this is what I did this past week and yo, it was crazy. And I'll tell you about it. So essentially he would talk about how your imagination is creating reality and you are going to imagine yourself climbing a ladder and seeing if, you know, your world reflects that. See if you somehow find yourself randomly climbing a ladder. So what he would say, the, the, um, the instructions were, and this might not make sense at first, but I'll tie it together in a second. So just bear with me. Um, he would say, write out on pieces of paper, I will not climb a ladder and, and, and put these pieces of paper all over. So you see them all day. So I did that. I put it on my refrigerator, my computer, in my car, on my bathroom mirrors. Um, And then he would say, in your mind, repeat to yourself all day, I will not climb a ladder. Now, the reason he says, I will not, because he was showing you the power that your subconscious mind does not process negatives, does not process the word not. So when people say, I am not poor, I am not poor, they're reinforcing that I am poor. Because you're, again, your subconscious does not process negatives. So you never want to run from something because whatever you focus on, you're actually magnifying and attracting into your world. You always want to go towards something. So this was essentially what he was trying to show people through these first two techniques. So after that, he would say, and then for the next three nights, imagine yourself climbing a ladder and first person point of view. So you're not seeing yourself climbing a ladder. You're looking out of your own eyes, seeing your hands climbing up the ladder, looking down at your feet. And the key is to feel it as deeply as you can in your imagination, like actually feel yourself climbing this ladder, you know, like, like looking down, seeing the ground beneath you, feeling it on your hands. And the reason he would say, do this as you fall asleep at night, which is a really important um, piece to this because as you fall asleep, you naturally enter a a theta brainwave state, which is essentially the doorway to the subconscious, or I like to call it blueprint level reality. So it's in this theta brainwave state where your, your, your imagination is extremely powerful to imprint on the subconscious or the spiritual mind, which then again gets projected out into your world. That, that's basically the, the experiment. Write this out, repeat to yourself, I will not climb a ladder, but then imagine yourself climbing a ladder. And he said, for everyone this works for, you can come back to my next meeting. So I put this to the test, right? About a month ago, I did this. And you know what happened? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing happened for, for weeks. And I started getting really discouraged. And I'm like, man, like, I feel like I would have seen this happen. Like, like, like way quicker. And so I kind of just gave up. I was like, whatever, like, like, you know, I did my best. And as soon as I gave up, right, within maybe a day or two, I get a text message from a friend asking me, hey, are you available tomorrow? I need some work done. I need you to climb up on top of my roof. Now I'm going to go ahead and say real quick that I didn't do that because of my back issue, but I take that as the manifestation of this imaginal act. I got invited to climb on top of a roof. I'm assuming unless the, you know, the house is super tiny that I would have to climb on a ladder to get on the roof. The reason I'm, 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 um, um, putting importance on this is because 
as soon as I let it go and gave up, that's when it happened. When you're waiting around and you're needing, you know, something to manifest, what you're doing is you're in, you're you're occupying the state of being or the reality that it's not here because you're in waiting. Oh, is it here? Oh, 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 where is it? But that reality you're living in is that it's not here. And if it's not here, what you put out is what you get back. This waiting game, oh, is it here? Feels like it's not here. Therefore, you keep getting the reflection that it's not here. But as soon as you let things go and you surrender, things can find you that much more easy because you're in the here and now. But when you're in this place of, oh, when's it going to come? You're not living in the here and now. The only time is here and now. And so how can anything find you if you're not here and now? It doesn't know where you're at, you know? So anyways, I thought that was a really cool story. Um, I want to encourage you with it. Try it out um, and let me know how it works for you. There are some nuances and stuff, but if you have any questions, yeah, shoot me a message um, and I'd love to talk to you about it. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it, guys. <laughs> that was my past week. It was crazy. Um but I got so much clarity and I feel so good. And yeah, I'm, I'm watching my world transform as I transform. And it's, again, it can be kind of annoying to realize this, that I'm the cause of my world. And at the same time, it's the most empowering information I believe as well. So, so yeah, that's it. This is episode one. Um, if you guys enjoyed it, let me know if you have any questions about anything. Yeah. Let me know. And, uh, yeah, until the next episode, peace.